The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show, everyone. Always nice to talk to all of my favorite people, and that would be my listeners across the country, supporting quality of life for people with disabilities. Today, I am really excited to have two guests on the show. These people embody one of my favorite topics, which is finding the potential in everyone. And you all know how I believe in paying it forward. So it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Pat Serre, who is the Chief Development and Marketing Officer, Vice President of the Southwestern Region of Volunteers of America in Pennsylvania, and Marty Stahl, Director of Volunteers of America's Project Working Order. So, Pat and Marty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. So, Pat, I'm going to actually start with you. So, for our listeners, maybe you could start by talking about Volunteers of America, what the mission is, and I think it's a really inspirational story if you also tell them how it was started. Well, Joyce, uh, Volunteers of America's mission essentially is uh, organized to reach and uplift all people and to bring them to the knowledge and active service of God. And the way we measure our success is in positive change in the lives of individuals and communities we serve. The organization was uh, founded in 1896 by social reformers Ballington and Maud Booth, who were husband and wife. And they envisioned a movement that was dedicated to reaching and uplifting the American people. So today, carrying on their legacy, uh, we are taking on the most crushing problems in our society and serving some of the most underserved people among us. And we make a difference. Today, Volunteers of America has evolved into one of our nation's largest and most comprehensive faith-based human service organizations, and we're serving more than two and a half million people a year in hundreds of communities across the United States. And uh, Maud and Ballington Booth, as our founders, certainly set the example for us, and they were very well ahead of their time in many ways. Yeah, I think that is just an unbelievably just great story, and if, and they were rather social progressives, right? Absolutely, absolutely. They uh, they really reached out to all people. Um, Ballington was a minister himself and was so ecumenical uh, as a Christian minister that he asked that among the people that were part of his ordination that a Jewish rabbi be included. And Maud, in her work, was quite a reformer, 
of uh, of corrections, and for her lifetime was the vice chair of what now would be known as the American Corrections Association. She uh, she truly um, made a difference in looking at people that as people that could be rehabilitated, uh, not just uh, put in prison and left. So I think they uh, they were, were certainly ahead of their time. You might find them at the White House in 1896, um, and they uh, they started a movement that uh, I'm proud to be a part of today. Yeah, that is really wonderful, really wonderful. Well, um, Pat, before we talk to one of the examples of your programs, I thought you could talk of Volunteers of America in Pennsylvania and some of the programs that you deliver. Thank you. Um, well, Volunteers America has affiliates, Joyce, throughout the United States, um, delivering programs, as I indicated, to some of the most vulnerable people among us. I do work for the Pennsylvania affiliate, which has served the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania for 117 years as well. Statistically speaking, um, while Volunteers of America nationally serves about 2.5 million people, in Pennsylvania alone, we serve 28,000 people each year, and that is certainly done through the work of uh, about 160 dedicated employees and more than 2,600 volunteers. Uh, we do that in, with offices based in Allentown, Harrisburg, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Wilkes-Barre. Um, and more importantly, the the diversity of our service really reaches populations uh, that are that are uh, uh, truly in need, and this certainly this economy is making it even harder for those people. We we run 28 separate programs throughout the state, and those programs serve persons coping with disabilities, at-risk children and youth, uh, individuals and families in emergency situations elderly individuals uh, living on fixed incomes as well as couples uh, living in fixed income, on fixed incomes, uh, individuals coping with chronic mental illness, um, infants, children, adolescents who have been abused, uh, neglected or exploited, and children dealing with behavioral challenges. So you can see that it's a, a broad spectrum of people we reach out to in this state. And is really great for people with disabilities. Well, thank you for saying so. We're very pleased that Marty could join us today, and I know she's going to be amplifying more on our working order program that truly makes a difference in the lives of people with disabilities. Well, Marty, Marty Stahl, how about if you tell everyone about working order and how you are one of the programs of Volunteers of America? Joyce, I'd be happy to. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity to tell what Working Order does and how we do it. Our program is a small business incubator, and we support the choice of competitive business ownership for individuals with disabilities and disadvantages. Working Order has been successful at this, offering the alternative as a pipeline to real employment for people who struggle with those traditional requirements of a nine-to-five job. Most of our participants 
are unemployed or underemployed when we meet them. They're often in transition. They may be navigating the challenges of bipolar disorder. They may have experienced a life alternative or altering kind of a, a situation like a stroke. Um, they could have been in a traumatic accident that requires rehabilitation. They may be living with a diagnosis like multiple sclerosis and have finding it that their their lifestyle is deteriorating. We also work with an increasing number of seniors who are choosing entrepreneurship as their encore career opportunity. Could be from downsizing or age just aging into a disability. Most of our businesses end up being sole proprietorships. They're just independent contractors who come to working order and learn the processes that are necessary to be successful as business owners. While they're doing this sort of exploration of their business idea, we also are looking at determining whether their idea is feasible in the marketplace. And they need to learn what tools and accommodations are available for them so that they can be a success. We help them write their business plans and develop marketing strategies, and we help them develop their bookkeeping systems or, or if they need, need to figure out how to connect with their customers, we'll, we'll look at what their target market is going to be. And then we collaborate with people in universities and other organizations in Pittsburgh in order to coach and mentor and teach each entrepreneur what they need to know in order to be a new small business owner who happens to have a disability. Joyce, in, in 2012, we worked with 70 participants who each were looking at self-employment as their best fit alternative. Um, when they do finally launch their business, we believe that they find a real self-fulfillment in their business ownership. We know they realize more income and that they're able to contribute back to our community. And we know that this helps to build a bigger diversity in our um, Pennsylvania business community. Well, I, I want to tell you, I can't begin to tell you how many people with disabilities I know that cannot find employment on their own and end up being entrepreneurs. I mean, I, I, you know, sadly, that's the wrong reason. It's a great reason if you just want an opportunity to be an entrepreneur. Um, do you think that, it, that if they do that, that it's going to help them? And do you think that's the reason why, Marty? Well, I really believe that that entrepreneurs can be their best fit alternative. Um, I agree with you. It's it's not a good reason to choose entrepreneurship if, in fact, the only reason is you can't find another job and that's what you really want to do. But self-employment allows for a person to have more flexibility in the workplace. It allows for a more flexible schedule. They can um, reduce a need for transportation in and out of the city. They can actually accommodate the effects of medications. If you can't get up real early in the morning, you can start your day later. And they can adjust when there are physical setbacks, which happen with a lot of the diagnoses out there, so that they can actually develop a better quality of life. Um, since 
1996, which is how long Working Order has been in existence, we've served over 620 people who have have come to us with an idea. And over half of those have chosen to explore entrepreneurship further to figure out whether it really works for them. Since that that first entrepreneur opened the door, we have, have launched and grown 196 businesses. So I really do believe it works for some people. All right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm sorry. Did you have something else you were going right. to say? That's all right. We can talk more about this, and I would love to when we come back from break. If you just tuned in, we're talking today to Pat from the Chief Development and Marketing Officer and VP for the Southwestern Region of Volunteers of America, and Marty Stahl, one of the programs of Volunteers of America, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, working order. We are going to be right back to talk to them more. Don't go away. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Spender. 
Welcome back to the show. We're talking to Pat Siri from Volunteers of America, Pennsylvania, and Marty Stahl, Volunteers of America program working order right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Marty, before we went to break, we were talking about um, people with disabilities going into entrepreneurship for the right reason, because one thing I wanted to talk about for a moment is I think this is a great program, Working Order. I mean, I think it is fabulous, and I think it is great because there are people with disabilities that can become so successful going on their own and have the desire and skills to do so. One thing I want to point out, though, not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur because it really is 24 by 7, and you really are wearing every hat that's possible to wear. Do you agree with that? Oh, I absolutely do. Um, we always tell people it's harder to, to run your own business than to have a job where someone, you know, you only do part of the the business that's out there. But we've been really um, pleased to say that of the people who choose, which is about 35% of the people who come through our door, who choose to pursue entrepreneurship, we have about a 75% success rate. At three years later, they're still in business. And I, I do like people to know that that's actually better than the, the um, Small Business Administration statistics <clears throat> that talk about a 51% success rate after five years. So we're really sure that it works for some people, but obviously not for everyone. Right. Uh, but... Being an entrepreneur is definitely an exciting, wonderful venture, I should know, since I founded Bender Consulting Services. And I have another question, Marty. How do people reach you? Well, there are a lot of different ways people get to us. Um, we have a website, www.voapa.org, or you actually can go to www.workingorder.org. And, and that takes you just directly to the pages on our website. They can call us at 412-782-5344, and um, we, we are happy to explain to people what, what we can do and how we go about it. And we have referrals from the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, so if people are thinking about... Um, Connecting with that organization to reach us, they do support referrals to us, as well as we, we actually hear from people who say, hey, my neighbor needs you, or my, my you know, cousin was in an accident, or my mom has MS, and they call and want to find out about how we, how we can help. Wow. That, that is really great. That, that is a great story. That really is a great story, and I think it is a fabulous opportunity. Um, I'm sure that they have to meet with you and go through a series of questions, but please, if you're listening and you're interested, go to Working Order, find out about this. It could be the one step that takes you into the future. You just don't know until you try to forward with it. Um, so, Marty... How do you like being partnered with Volunteers of America? Well, I, we are a program of Volunteers of America, and I actually began my work here 
in 2006, which which I, the program has always, since I started, been a part of of the bigger nonprofit. I'm actually thrilled. This was a choice that I made. I had been a graphic designer and and have had many career changes, and so this was this was my sort of encore career as I as I moved into a place where I said, "What can I do with the skills I have?" And I love it. That's wonderful. Well, Pat. You have done so much already, but what are your plans to see Volunteers of America expand in Pennsylvania? Well, Joyce, as as you know, these are challenging times for all Americans due to the Great Recession, uh, and that really puts a strain financially on all of us, including nonprofits. But what I can tell you is that Volunteers of America is up the task of continuing to serve people and expand that service. And the way we're doing that is to seek more resources through donations from individuals, corporations, and foundations, as well as government grants, but also to meet the needs of disenfranchised citizens through partnerships and collaborations. Uh, And while it is a challenge to expand these human services, we found that, quite frankly, uh, merging other agencies to become programs of Volunteers of America, uh, agencies that are doing very good work, has really created a very positive experience for those entities as they were doing good work but maybe just realized the, the need for economies of scale in our support system um, as a national organization and as an affiliate here in Pennsylvania as well. So I think mergers of other nonprofits uh, is a way to help contain costs and thus find ways to expand service because those dollars are freed up for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, my goal is that I hope you do really just continue to grow. You know, I'm all about volunteerism. So, I mean, I I just love everything about this, including the name. I think it is so great. And, Pat, I think it would be helpful to our listeners if you could go over some examples, some success stories. Sure. Um, Let's just stick with working order. Uh, And let me tell you just a brief story about Loretta. Loretta was abandoned, homeless, selling her art to buy food, and eventually diagnosed with bipolar disorder. To her credit, she never gave up, and in time, she found her way to our working order program for business coaching. And through work with Marty Stahl, she created a logo, developed her promotional materials, polished her marketing skills, and really tapped into her talent as an artist and has become a successful, award-winning, national shown sculptor. Uh, So I think that's quite a testimony to Loretta, uh, but also to uh, Marty and the Working Order program. Maybe another example, Joyce, uh, would be 21-year-old Dylan. Dylan came to our All of Us Care program, which serves children and youth at risk. 
that was about 10 years ago um, when he was in middle school. He saw the computer center, which is a core component of that program, and, and really thought it was amazing. Uh, and he really started out loving to spend time with his friends there. But um, according to Chuck Andrzak, who is the program's IT coordinator, uh, Dylan's first few visits were really just to play games. And uh, in time, what Chuck found was that he could teach Dylan things about um, how to set up new games for other kids in the program, uh, how to find his way around the computer technologically. And, and Dylan just really uh, took to that. And for him personally, he has come back to visit the All of His Care program and, and Anna Uffner, the manager there, and said that Chuck really has opened his eyes or, or opened his eyes to the world of IT. Uh, he said he was a mentor. Uh, he helped him learn about electronics and how to fix computers. And I guess the, the, the real thing that happened with Dylan is he started to engage through that portal, if you will. He started to engage in the other programs of all of us care, uh, such as the recreation programs and the learning programs. And ultimately, I'm proud to tell you that Dylan went on to get a degree in information technology at Georgia Military College, and um, he wants to be a mentor to youth now himself. Oh, that is wonderful. That is a great story. Hey, let me ask you this, Pat. How, how do you feel when you see these things happen, knowing that through these programs you've changed lives? Well, it's very gratifying because uh, some of the challenges that we take on are some of the toughest, and um, some of the people that come to us have the most disadvantages. So it can be a real struggle at times, but to know that um, our collective work is making that kind of difference in the lives of the people that come to us is really what our work is all about and what our mission is about. Yeah, I always say there is no price tag you can put on seeing people gain dignity and getting their life back. Um, you just cannot put a price tag on that, and I'm sure you feel exactly the same way. Absolutely. As I'm sure you do also, Marty. And we're going to talk to you, Marty, more when we come back. But we're getting ready to go to break. This is Joyce Bender, and we have as our guest today Pat Siri and Marty Stahl from Volunteers of America and Volunteers of America Working Order. You're listening to Joyce Bender, where disability matters at Voice America. Dot com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Pat and Marty. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their 
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join your hosts, Gary Ray and Ted Griffin, Jr., as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And we are having a show today talking about paying it forward. We have Pat Siri, Chief Development and Marketing Officer from Volunteers of America, Pennsylvania, and Marty Stahl, Volunteers of America, and the program running is Working Order. So, Marty, how about you? Can you share with our listeners some examples of your program success stories? Well, Joyce, I'm, I'm really glad that Pat told people about Loretta because she is surely one of our amazing artists. Um, the, the woman I'm going to tell you about is also bringing her passion and her desire to be employed, which is what a lot of the people bring to the table. Laura was downsized from a minimum wage job in 2010, and she knew that her hearing impairment would be a major obstacle in the very competitive employment market. But she wants to support her children, and she wants to be self-sufficient. And she thought that with a little bit of help, she might be able to create her own family business. She went to the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, and they referred Laura to working order. As she told me, she wanted a cleaning business that would serve customers and employees fairly and that would help her and her children learn to be hardworking members in our community. Um, first, what we did was we found a trial work opportunity. We wanted to know if her skills, you know, you need to know if she cleaned the house well or if she cleaned the office space well. Um, with some really good feedback, we began to coach Laura in the basic skills of business ownership. While well, she was helping and we were working together to write a five-year business plan, which she would submit to OVR. Um, that plan was awarded matching funds this, just this past December, and she will be able to purchase equipment to run her business. But at the same time, we also worked together to develop contracts that she could use 
to improve her communication skills so that she could speak with her clients. We introduced Laura to Dan, who is another one of our working order entrepreneurs and a graphic designer, and he helped her create a brand for her newly registered LM Cleaning Company. Um, We also have what we call our First Step Marketing Project, which is sponsored by the Tippins Foundation. And through that, we were able to purchase marketing collateral like business cards and some some uniforms with her logo on it and a little bit of cost-effective advertising. Laura... Um, last year became a Pennsylvania certified small business owner. She is a certified green clean technician, and she's really committed to proving and providing to her customers first-class professional green cleaning. Laura often tells me, why would anybody want to, to um, deal with all of the toxins that are in, chemi- in, the, in the cleaning chemicals when it's just a little bit of hard elbow grease that gets things clean? So with support from Working Order and the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation and with collaboration of our community of professionals, LM Cleaning Company became one of our 196 small business success stories. I'm really proud of her. Wow, what a great story. Yeah, this opens dreams. This makes dreams become reality. And I, too, am so excited and proud to hear of these stories. So, you know, a lot of great things here we've been talking about today. Um, But, Pat, you're giving back a long time because I read your resume. I have to ask you, who inspired you to take this path? Well... My inspiration really came from my parents, Owen and Joanne Siri. You know, they were great role models and led by example. They were committed to service, and sometimes that was in a leadership role, and other times it was quietly done under the radar. And uh, I learned so much from them, from them in terms of their commitment to family, community, church, and uh, I just, uh, I just have to be quite frank. They were, they were the best role models I could have. Well, you know what, Pat? That is unbelievable. How much our parents impact us in our lives. As a matter of fact, every time I speak somewhere, I tell the story of Marlo Thomas. When I heard her speak at Carlo University, and she said, "Always remember, a child is watching." And that is so true because parents can have wonderful or negative impacts on us, and in your case, it was a wonderful impact. Yes, I was very fortunate, Joyce. Um, they, they provided their service sometimes in leadership positions that would have a profile in the community or in the church, but oftentimes quite, quite honestly under the radar. And so I, I certainly learned that lesson in humility uh, in service as well from them. And do you not agree, every time I talk to high school students with disabilities, Pat, I always tell them that giving back, volunteering, really builds character. What do you think about that? Well, I think it's uh, it's a very strong character builder, and uh, I'm glad that you're out there telling people that and encouraging that because uh, certainly uh, it has been my experience personally as a volunteer, and I know for many, many other people I know that have done that, 
that truly they, they find that experience invaluable as to how they, they grew and developed as, as young people uh, and how they continue to grow in adult mature life. Right. How about you, Marty? What do you think about that? Do you think volunteering helps build character? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I think if you're not in some way giving back to the world and, and paying it forward, as you've said, um, you start to be incredibly self-centered and focused only on yourself. And, and that's not what makes the world go around. And I tell people, no matter what they're going through, when you help other people, people who are disadvantaged, people that are without, it really changes your perspective on everything. That's what I mean when I also say it helps build character. It puts your perspective in place. It really does. I have been taking my employees to um, food kitchens for the homeless, all different types of organizations, just to remind everyone how you can help, what you can do to make a difference. Because sometimes people forget there is a whole other world out there of people in poverty or people elderly that need help or with disabilities, regardless of what it is, sometimes people forget that that world is out there, it does exist, and I believe it is our duty to help all of our brothers and sisters. Well, I wanted to ask both of you, and I don't know, Pat, you may have already answered one of these questions, um, but I wanted to ask Marty also. How about you, Marty? Did you have someone that inspired you in your life to do what you do? Well, I think... Um... I, I, it seems sort of, sort of redundant, but I'm going to go to my parents also. And I actually lost my mom this past year at 95, and she was an inspiration all of my life to take things as they are, to, to sort of move forward with stuff, not pretending that things don't change and things don't don't constantly need to grow and learn and develop. She was still going to lectures at 95. And my dad actually had a stroke when he was in his 80s. And so I've, I've worked with his challenges then, and I worked back in Mayview Hospital when I was in high school, working with people who were, were dealing with challenges. And so I've had a lot of experience over the years through many career changes that um, just brought me to a place that said, you know, this is good work that we're doing. Yeah, which is so wonderful. And, you know, it, wouldn't it be great if they actually taught volunteerism in high schools? Oh, I think they should. I mean, I don't mean just, okay, we offer you this, this, or this. I mean an actual class in the importance of volunteerism. I agree. Our our All of Us Care program actually has an opportunity for high school kids to volunteer and to get involved in programs that work with some of the the poor communities. So we we believe in it in all all kinds of ways. How about you, Pat? What do you think? Well, certainly uh, uh, you wouldn't find anybody any more agreement with the two of you than I. I truly uh, uh, 
would emphasize that that's one of the reasons we do have our action team through our All of Us Care program is that uh, we we know the value of of teaching uh, volunteerism and engaging youth in that so that uh, they continue that throughout their life. And uh, maybe we can develop a curriculum uh, uh, sometime down the road, Joyce, where we can truly have it as a, as a standard course. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think that would be great. I just want to mention to everyone, uh, when people go on interviews today, one of the questions that many, many corporations or federal agencies ask is, what volunteer work have you done? So they look at that as they want people that are givers that are going to give to the company versus people that take. It really does tell the person a lot about the whole orientation of the individual. So don't ever underestimate the power of volunteerism. Now, Pat, I have no idea about this, but, like, where do you receive all your funding? Well, we, uh, we do receive government funding. Under contractual relationships, we also uh, seek and secure donations from individuals, corporations, and foundations. And um, we have certain entrepreneurial ventures as Volunteers of America, such as a car donation program and uh, thrift stores, uh, all of which are needed to keep the revenue flowing so that we can continue to provide these, these great services like Working Order that you're speaking of. And how, and how about you at Working Order? Well, most of our our um, funding is coming through the same kinds of opportunities as as Volunteers of America Pennsylvania. We write grant opportunities. We look at donations and and um, support through foundations and corporations. And we are constantly looking for new opportunities to be able to say, how do we um, build the program to be as successful as it can be with the the least amount of expense? So we've been looking and collaborating with outside organizations, with universities, with other people who are giving back and who are volunteering some of their services to support our entrepreneurs. And to both of you, can people make a contribution? Absolutely. Absolutely. We welcome it. You can make a contribution by going online, as Marty indicated, at www.voapa.org. You can also mail a contribution and mail it to our Pittsburgh office, if you would like, which is 1650 Main Street, That's, of course, Pittsburgh, PA, 15215. And uh, we we welcome the support and really rely on the support of the public in order to continue to do what we do through Working Order and the other 27 programs that we have statewide. Well, you heard it. If you want to make a contribution, you know what to do. And we're going to get ready to go to break, and then we'll come back and close the show with Pat from Volunteers of America in Pennsylvania and Marty from Working Order which in Pittsburgh, which is a program of Volunteers of America. We'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. We'll be back. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back. I hope you've been enjoying our show today. We have had Pat, Pat, is it Siri? Yes. Yeah, I pronounced his name wrong at the beginning. Sorry about that, Pat. Pat Seary, Chief Development and Marketing Officer and Vice President of the Southwestern Region of Volunteers of America, Pennsylvania, and Marty Stahl, who is also with Volunteers of America as a program. And the program is working order right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So, you know, over the past 12 years, I have asked the next question to every person, actually the next two to every person that has ever been on the show. And for some reason, this next one seems to get everyone, but I'm going to ask both of you, starting with you, Pat. Obviously, as I look at your career and your background, you've done so many great things, so many achievements, but what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment? Well, I, I think my greatest accomplishment is my biggest blessing, and that is the opportunity to work for an organization and in an industry 
that really reaches and, and supports those that are disenfranchised or marginalized in our um, world. The, uh, the success really is not mine to measure in something that I have individually done, but more in the lives of those that somewhere along the way I've played a, a role in helping along the path of life and seen that improve the quality of their lives. And um, really the other thing I would say is that we, none of us really ever accomplish anything as individuals as much as we might want to think that. The reality is uh, I have also been blessed to work with teams of people that have been a part of the success of the people we serve. And I, I'm just, Joyce, I'm just very blessed, and, and I would consider that really success in my life. Yes, and you know, there are so many people that would give anything to do what you're doing. Because how many times do I meet someone and they'll say to me, I just wish I was working somewhere where I was making a change, you know, in, in people's lives. And here you are. That is what you're doing. So I can see why you feel that way. How about you, Marty? How, what, what do you feel is your greatest accomplishment? Well, Joyce, I have the pleasure of being able to say often when I say what I do and talk about how how we work with people with challenges and disabilities and help them get going again, people tell me, "Wow, you know what a great job and i and I think this is one of my best opportunities to say it is a great job, but mostly, I work with great people um you know, it's there is something inspiring every day about working with a university professor who decides that because of multiple sclerosis she needs to work part time at home. And so when I when I'm talking with Sarah and she's telling me about her grant writing business, you know, I can I can say, Wow, that was an, an accomplishment or when I'm working with someone who who survived post traumatic stress disorder and has become a SAMHSA Voice Award Fellow, I go, wow, you know, those those were small and very um, challenging little businesses to get going, but to to take somebody who has had a tra traumatic brain injury or a, you know, disability all their lives, or we have a fellow who is a double amputee who has an accessible home renovation business, and another woman who got bumped out in her 50s from a career as a curriculum developer. And I can tell you she is the best portrait artist I've seen in the city of Pittsburgh. She has beautiful people and beautiful pets. So for me, wow. I think I think this is a, a an accomplishment to be able to say I stay pretty optimistic. I'm always pretty sure that, you know, there is something that people can do and that people have that right to find meaningful work and it just sometimes takes a little time to get them there. So that's my greatest accomplishment. Well, both of them are great accomplishments. And would you mind one more time giving the uh, website in case someone wants to make a contribution? Absolutely. It's www.voapa.org, which stands for Volunteers of America, Pennsylvania. So 
pretty easy to remember. Or, Do you ever or, have, Pat, any events that people could attend, you know, like galas or anything at all? Well, uh, Joyce, we do. We have um, uh, events uh, throughout the state. Uh, we will be doing a celebrity dinner in the Wilkes-Barre Market, for example, which is designed to raise money um, for our services, and that will be on April the 11th. And um, that can also be found on our website on the home page. The, uh, the other events that we do are tribute dinners, and uh, we are planning one as the third annual for May in the uh, Harrisburg market. And then we are, we are working uh, very uh, diligently right now to launch our first one in the Pittsburgh market as well. So uh, there'll be opportunities uh, down the road, and our website homepage, as these are, are made available, would be an ideal place to go if people would like to participate. Okay. Well, Pat, we'll start with you. What message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, Joyce, I hate to be redundant, but I'd have to say pay it forward. <laughs> Do what you can to help others in need. And the rewards will be that their lives will be improved, and it will come back to you manyfold. How true. How about you, Marty? I, I'm not sure I can top that one, but um, because I believe that everybody deserves the right to participate in a meaningful work situation, I sort of like the Vivian Green's quote that says, life's not about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. And oh, that the working order, we really help people learn their own dance. Wow, that is such a good quote. Well, actually, I end every show with a quote, but before I do that, I want to thank both of you for being with us today, Pat and Marty. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's been my pleasure, and I know that it has been the pleasure of all of our listeners to learn more about Volunteers of America and the Working Order. So we end every show with a quote by someone that we feel has impacted lives in the world today. And the quote today fits everything we're talking about, and it is a quote I'm sure you've heard many times. Never doubt that a small group of committed people can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has, said Margaret Mead. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 